0: Hello, Hi. I am uh, Alex, and I just cut off Max. How you doing, Max? Hello, I'm Max. Is
1: I'm How great. Are you? I'm f- fantastic <laughs> over here. It's the same. It has been so long since we recorded with one another.
0: I know it's been like uh, minutes. almost minutes. It's amazing. And
1: it's been uh, it's been three minutes and thirty one seconds, which is the length of the music video. For an all time classic that is that will surely last until the end of human civilization.
0: It's called Toxic. You know, uh, Toxic came out in 2003 from her album In the Zone.
1: Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah.
0: You know, that was also the same year she opened for MTV Music Video Awards performing like a virgin. Are you kidding? And then uh, was that joined oh by Madonna, God. and then it was either. Yes, there was the kiss
1: on stage, and you know what fucks me up, and I I talk about this to this day, there was, I believe, probably around the same time Womanizer came out, frankly, I don't know, something like that, there was a moment where Lady Gaga was performing on stage with Britney Spears, and this fucked me up, and I'm sure Britney had her reasons. At the end of this performance, which was an homage to the Britney Spears and uh, Madonna performance, at the end of this performance, Gaga went in for the kiss, and Britney denied it. Really? And I was like, "What the? F- you're, you got to pass the torch, Brittany." And and this was not an eighteen-year-old Max who just wanted this, the to see the two pretty ladies kiss on stage. This was like me recognizing that a a significant event in music culture was happening, and that like the passing of the torch did not occur at this moment. And um, you know, I think history will look unfavorably on that decision because I really do like as as Lady Gaga as a re- revolutionary musician. I think we can say that probably. Yeah, she like Britney built on a lot of things from the past that were mostly maligned. Like like you mentioned, Britney had a lot of funk influence. Uh, There's some disco in there, and Gaga's drawing from the same wells, putting her own spin on it, of course. But I think that like you can draw a lot of parallels between these two careers. Yeah, and it's disappointing that Britney didn't want to go with her on that. But also maybe she should have talked to her about it. (laughs) Like maybe Gaga should have been back there, like, hey, do you want to do you want to do this like homage?
0: Yeah, that's kind of. Not great. A
1: surprise kiss is not a fun thing to deal with um, on stage or anywhere else, really.
0: No. And I imagine being on stage, potentially on television front of Mm. potentially millions of people. And then that decision of, oh, do Mm. I want to be kissed by this person? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Who I maybe have never had a conversation with. Well, that's, uh, yeah, it's a complex
1: situation. But you know what's not Mm. complex uh, is the fact that Toxic kicks ass.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. Do you want me to do the lyrics again like I did last time? Yeah, sure. Do you, li- you want to alternate?
1: Sure, I'll take, a, take stanza a stanza and you I take a stanza. stanza. About, oh, I love it. Cool. Okay, I'm going to start. Baby, can't you see? I'm calling. A guy like you should wear a warning. It's dangerous. I'm fallen.
0: There is no escape. I cannot wait. I need a hit. Baby, give it to me. You're dangerous. I'm loving it.
1: Too high, can't come down, losing my head, spinning round and round. Do you feel me now?
0: Oh, the taste of your lips. I'm on a ride. You're toxic. I'm slipping under. with the taste of poison, paradise. I'm
1: addicted to you. Don't you know that you're toxic? And I love what you do. Don't you know that you're toxic? Uh, anything sticking out to you there, Alex?
0: A lot of... Uh very familiar, I don't want to say well again because we used that word before, but kind of a thematic sort of pool that she's pulling from with the sort of dangerous relationship. Yes. I like that.
1: I feel like this is a more like this is a better realization of it to me than Womanizer. Like Womanizer and Toxic seem to be kind of coming from the same place of inspiration yeah. or a similar place of inspiration. And I just think that this is like this is gold right here. This yeah. I don't know who wrote these lyrics. If it was Britney, she did an incredible job. And uh, the the fucking chorus in this is so good. I absolutely love With a Taste of a Poison Paradise. Incredible lyric. Yeah. Brilliant. Like, great scansion. um, Really good alliteration. It's just so evocative. You can feel what she means when she says these things.
0: I think it actually helps. She had um, five songwriters on this. So she had Kathy Dennis, Christian Carlson, uh, Pontius Winberg, which is an awesome name, and... Heinrich, John Back, which is actually four, I cannot count. Okay. (laughs) And I think the producers were, um, uh, do you know the band Mike Snow? Yes, I do, actually, yeah. So the producers were two of the members of Mike Snow, just without the singer. Wow. Yeah, so they go by Bloodshy and Avant, or Avant.
1: So it takes a village to raise a child, and it takes a village to make a hit song. Yeah. Yeah. Britney, of course, is the the secret spice that brings it all together and creates something extremely cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you take us through the video, Alex?
0: Yeah. So the main plot, and this is one of those really nice Britney music videos where there's like a kind of a subplot to it. So by day she's an airline hostess. By night she's an industrial spy and murderer. So like she starts off up on the plane as an airline hostess. She kind of forces this portly gentleman into a bathroom, and then she unmasks them, and then they then they make out whatever. I'm not too sure how I feel about that with the unmasking, cause, and now he's attractive. He,
1: he is a beautiful man underneath that. Yeah. Well, that's very 2004 <laughs> yeah. energy going on in that.
0: A little bit, yeah. There's a, Later on, there's a backflip after a motorcycle ride. Love the
1: incredible, amazing moment where like they, the camera goes in on the wheel of the motorcycle and, Mm -hmm. and and now the, the world is turning around the camera, which I loved.
0: Yeah. And then there's the dancing through the broken glass after she sings and then it just breaks around her.
1: Amazing. Powerful. Mm -hmm.
0: Then there's the, my favorite part when she straight up tosses a guy by the belt. Okay. (laughs) So that's after she kind of like does the cat burglar climb up and then she throws him to the floor by his belt, and then like pours the poison. Then like closes his eyes because she just does killed the guy. Kind of
1: a Romeo and Juliet thing, really. Kind of like a like a murdery Romeo and Juliet thing.
0: Yeah, rather than like a kind of angsty, suicide sort. Just kind of a mm, mm. an ang- not like angry, but like a sexy murder.
1: Sexy murder, my favorite kind <laughs> of murder. <laughs> Hey, can we talk about how incredible the moment where, like, the transition in from, like, uh, she's doing the cat burglar thing, and then she's walking out of the security area, and she trips the alarm, and suddenly now we're doing the scene from Entrapment with Catherine Zeta-Jones, but Uh it's a dance from a music video, and it was, like, blowing my mind. Yep. Incredible. Amazing. Yep. Uh, Whoever – I don't know. I want to figure out – I want to take a look at who directed this music video. Yeah. Let me see – There's a musicvideo.fandom.com article about Toxic.
0: It was filmed over three days. Whoa, shit. Let's see. Brad Rushing was a cinematographer. Okay.
1: Okay, okay.
0: He did some good work. She approached the director with a story sketch about a secret agent out for revenge against an ex-lover, which makes sense. Okay.
1: Um, I love the story in this video. I think it's extremely cool. Mm-hmm. It's like really my kind of thing. And I like this whole, like, I, I like, I'm a sucker for, uh, enemies to lovers or the reverse in a story. Yeah. Lovers to enemies. I just think there's some spicy drama in there. And this video is very spicy and dramatic. We accomplished just a whole lot of storytelling in under four minutes, which I think yeah. is really yeah. admirable.
0: I'm looking at the Wikipedia entry and there is a note. So, um, her, So she wanted to join the Mile High Club, and then the director suggested making him a fat man, so the quote, a common man, would feel represented.
1: Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's nice. The representation matters.
0: Yeah, that's... I I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Well, uh, I'm sure it came from a good place. It came from a place. (laughs) Let's give her that credit, I guess. <laughs> uh, this was 2004. Mm-hmm. What was going on in 2004? What's going on? Like, do you remember? That was my freshman year of high school. So this was a long time ago for Max. I think
0: was I? graduated 2010. So that'd be like, I guess that'd be like middle school. From yeah, I think that'd be middle school. Speaking oh of 2004, it was also a busy year for Britney Spears' love life. So that was when she married the guy, and then like three days later divorced him, and then she oh married Kevin Federline.
1: Oh my. That didn't work out. Yeah. So, uh,
0: with Kevin Federline, that was apparently really uh, scandalous because his previous wife was currently pregnant at the time with his second child. Oh. They got married. Oh, my. Yeah. (sighs) It's not ideal. Mm -mm.
1: Well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, This was considered to be such a brilliant time capsule for 2000s culture that it was used in an episode of doctor who that took place in the future. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, it was meant to represent the culture of the 21st century. Mm-hmm. This is an a plus song and video for me.
0: Do you think that in doctor who times million hundred thousands of years in the future, they will be displaying this in like billboards for the world to see? I would
1: love that. I would love that if that, if that came true, because I think it is good enough to hold up for that
0: long. Yeah. Well, and actually NPR listed it as the 50, well, listed it on their list of the 50 most important recordings of the decade and added that the decade's history of impeccably crafted pop is written in her body of work. So,
1: you know, I can't disagree with that. Yeah. I think when you think of pop music, you think of Britney Spears. And this was one of the moments where like that truth became like very, very, very true. Uh, What do you? What's your? What do you rate this song?
0: Yes, the song works for me. What really works for me is that the contrasting, like the violin sample and the acoustic rhythm guitar, with like all the electronic Mm. elements, because it's like Mm -hmm. it's like a nice bridge between like her earlier work, like with "Baby One More Time" and "Oops I Did It Again," with more like the straight acoustic stuff, and the more electronic stuff found in like "Circus," "I Want to Go," and "Womanizer." So it's. Mm I don't think it's as strong as her earlier work, but by contrast, it works more than her more recent stuff. How about you?
1: I have extremely similar feelings about it to you. This is like, this to me is sort of a, a distilled moment in a very storied career that was like excellent on the level that, that people had expected from her, from someone who had like literally changed the landscape of pop music and it, in the late 90s. And yeah. here she was doing it again, like changing what pop music could be and and what audiences it could reach. And the, the format that you could listen to and so many risks went into this um, Yeah, the the blend of instruments is so unique and so powerful and so evocative and also like you said this is a three-day shoot this cost a shitload of money like if this failed yeah oh my god like this would have been at the end of her career if this
0: did not go well certainly yeah well and given all of the i guess the drama going on in her life at the time like that's there's yeah what's the saying like there's no such news as like bad news or like any press is good <laughs> press or whatever but still like she was on the up and up but then if that didn't like work i could i could see that as like kind of be- making her kind of like a couple hit wonder
1: yeah absolutely she would have been this would have been flash in the pan britney if if toxic yep. did not succeed but of course as history tells us toxic succeeds
0: uh, thousands of years in the future colors. even
1: Thousands of years in the future, we'll be listening to Toxic. Will we be listening to Brittany <laughs> Mitney thousands of years in the future? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Well, that's Toxic, folks.
0: And that's Brittany Minute. Britney Minute. That's Brittany. There we go. That's
1: both Brittany Mittney and <laughs> Brittany Minute. And next up, it looks like Oops. It looks like we got Oops coming up, which I'm so excited for.
0: Me too. All right. Well, then, we will see you all in the next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. From the past.